Moving on to our next topic, another Disney Plus show that, unlike Loki, wrapped up this past uh, this past week, and that is Disney Plus and the Star Wars world with Ahsoka. Ahsoka is the spinoff series for Ahsoka Tano, who uh, we all know and love from uh, her appearances on The Clone Wars and Star mm. Wars Rebels, and recently debuted in live action on The Mandalorian, played by Rosario Dawson. And here we follow Ahsoka as she is uh, going throughout the galaxy, uh, searching for this map that leads to uh, finding Ezra Bridger. Because for all you people from the end of Rebels, Ezra was taken to another galaxy and has been missing for several years. And it follows her. It brings back uh, Sabine Wren, who is played by the lovely Natasha Lou Bordizzo. Mm. Oh, as well as reuniting, as well as reuniting the ghost crew from Rebels, uh, including uh, Hera, who is played by uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. What's uh, up, girl? <laughs> uh, Hu Yang, uh, the lightsaber droid Hu Yang, who is voiced by David Tennant, as well as uh, you know our favorite war criminal droid Chopper. Yes, <laughs> but uh, so I feel like I'm. I was woefully unprepared to get into this show because I had still not seen Rebels. Mm, but <laughs> yeah, you kind of need to watch Rebels before you watch this. Yeah, like, I, like, yeah, or at least watch a YouTube like fill in because yeah, yeah, and and I I feel like and I did a couple of those. I feel like I got the cliff notes, but mm. for me, it took me a while to get into this show. I wasn't crazy mm. about the first. Uh, I think it was the first two episodes that premiered uh, for the show. And I wasn't crazy about it. I feel like this took a lot of time to to reintroduce characters that I really were, wasn't familiar with just because I hadn't seen Rebels. But once the show gets going, it really goes into why, why Dave Filoni is one of the best creators attached to Star Wars because he just gets yeah. this. He knows how to show the kind of more mystical side of Star Wars that I think very few people really get. And this feels like it's made with a care and attention to detail of characters that has sadly been lacking with a lot of Disney Plus's Star Wars content. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Like as someone who, who has watched Rebels, like I I rewatched it before this series as well, and Good this call. just feels like a continuation. Like <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's like stunted in growth or like it's you know like how like the Obi Wan show kind of felt like this this could have been a movie. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so Josh is lurking in the chat in the afternoon tune account, and yeah. It, I'll I'll make no secret. Uh, we did reach out to Natasha Lubardizzo for an interview request on mm -hmm. the show, and she said no. Oh, but yeah, you know, shame. She's an actress. Uh, she's yeah. She's, she's a definitely going to be very busy after this show. So I get oh, it. for sure. And also, I mean, you know, still SAG after strike, so can't promote it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, God, yeah. who knew she was so force sensitive? <laughs> <laughs> but but, 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 uh, but, to, but uh, good go me. Uh, but to Brandon's point, though, rewatching Rebels, like you, like mm. you, it's not necessary, but you'll enjoy it more if you exactly if you get you'll get more out of the characters and like moments out of stuff like that. Yeah, so I watched a couple episodes of this. Um, I'm so behind on Star Wars. I'm just gonna be real with y'all. Like, I, 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 I have, I haven't watched Andor yet, which every Star Wars fan has been. Yeah, all my friends have been yelling at me. They're like, "Dude, I'm like, I will get to it. God damn it, I know." It's like I, I just finished Atlanta a couple months ago. What do you want from me? But, um, <laughs> but one thing I really appreciate about this show is there's a gravity to the to the action that reminds mm -hmm. me of Rogue One. Um, that makes me because so, so Rogue One is my maybe my favorite Star Wars film. It okay, might okay. be like like it's that or Empire. Um, but but I love Rogue <laughs> One so much. Like I remember leaving that theater going, like you know where it has to end up, obviously because yeah, you know. But that's the first time I felt like outside the comics in about a decade that Darth Vader had been scary because Darth <laughs> Vader in that whole like that scene so. <laughs> 
I yeah, it, it, yeah, no it, if, yeah, for for all of the faults of uh, Disney's tenure on Star Wars, for all of the yeah. faults, every time they introduce Darth Vader, they fucking nail it. And yeah. especially here, which I think it's my favorite episode of the season, where we get more into uh, to Ahsoka's backstory. We get mm-hmm. flashes of Clone Wars, oh, and so we also get the return of the Mac with Hayden Christensen as uh, reprising his role as Anakin Skywalker. And I think this show has done done so much to show that for as much shit as I talked about Hayden Christensen, <laughs> especially his performance in the prequels, this goes to show that it wasn't really his fault. No. It was more yeah. an issue with the with direction and or lack thereof. And especially after so long Hayden Christensen coming back to this role, it shows that, yeah, he, he understands this character, even just like little takes that he's giving to Dave Filoni, who directed uh, his return episode and seeing his chemistry with Rosario Dawson mm-hmm. as, as, uh, as snips is like, it's a cliffhanger, I think into episode four, where you just get to go into the world between worlds. And you just hear the words, hello snips. And it was like, chills chills yeah it it's so real quick um i'm so happy for hayden christensen i'm so mm-hmm. happy for his dude because he just he got like and let's call let's let's be fair mm-hmm. rightfully so got shit mm-hmm. but it's all but it was more lucas and him and and that's what that's yeah. the big lesson that we're learning now is that mm-hmm. is that it wasn't the actor yeah it, it's like <laughs> yeah it's like uh yeah, for for as you know, visionary as George Lucas was, for as uh, a great filmmaker as he is, he has never been the best director of actors, and especially no. with uh, a lot of what's owed to the original trilogy, was Harrison Ford was a little bit more established, so he kind of had the had the gravitas to buck up to George Lucas and say, no, I think this would work better. But for like yeah. a newer actor, someone like Hayden Christensen, who at the time of the prequels was just really coming onto the scene, it feels like, yeah, if, if I talk back to this director, I don't know if I'm ever going to work again. Yeah. It, it, exactly. Cause you, you have, you don't have any rope at all. You know, you get replaced mm-hmm. tomorrow. So you just kind of go, all right, let's, you know, like, yep, mm-hmm. cool. I'll do it the way you want me to. But, but you can tell, like, I can't remember if it was like this past year, Star Wars celebration or what have you. Where people were like cheering for him and like chanting. Oh, yeah. And, and, and you're just like, like cheering up. Yeah. And you're like, that clearly means <laughs> a lot from hearing mm. years of like, you suck. And, da, da, da. and now he's getting, <laughs> and now he's getting his flowers. It's like, dude, that's mm. awesome. Like, mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm really happy for him. And that moment when you see him and Ahsoka like just like looking at each other, it's such a oh my god, this is so sweet. But then if you've watched watch Clone Wars and Rebels, you're like <laughs> oh no! Like I know where <laughs> I know yeah. how this is gonna this is gonna rip it turns my heart bitter out. real quick. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's kind of it's kind of both the great thing and also the bad thing about Star Wars is because as cool as it is to see all of these characters interact, as cool as it is to see, mm-hmm. we know where it leads. It's like yeah. as much as yeah. I as and and that's something that I got to give credit to Filoni for for uh, my viewing of Clone Wars. It's like. Mm-hmm. That was the first time, and I think it was Filoni who really made the downfall of Anakin Skywalker really compelling, because yeah. you got to see more of him as a soldier in fighting in the war, being a father figure and a mentor to Ahsoka, and that dynamic translates perfectly here. Yeah. Yes. It's like the, I think the... I even. Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. You're good. Okay. Now I was gonna say, I think I even saw that Rosario and Hayden, they have like a history with each other. Like they, <laughs> yeah, they they've yeah, known they, each other. Yeah, before. they went to the same acting school. So like so yeah, that's it's perfect for them to like reunite like this. And I feel like Filoni is like probably like the king of Star Wars when he mm-hmm. when it comes to like um championing these dynamics, these relationships between characters. Cause like he's always so in on like characters, mm-hmm. character work, even if there's like some crazy overarching plot, like the destruction of Mandalore or Clone War, stuff like that. Like the characters always like are at the forefront of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something that even, uh, even before I watched the show, even hearing that, yeah, you know, uh, you know, Thrawn's coming back. Who's played mm-hmm. by Lars Mikkelsen. Hayden Christensen's awesome. back as Anakin. Oh, good. And hearing a lot of that, I was kind of like in that same vein of, all right, this is just another, another nostalgia bait. This is just them cashing yeah. in on nostalgia. But 
it works so much better here because at the point where Hayden Christian comes back in this episode, in the, the fifth episode of the show, it is vital to Ahsoka's arc. It, mm, it yes. is vital because Ahsoka is carrying so much guilt from, from her learning that what her master did mm-hmm. and carrying so much guilt of what if I did something differently and carrying that in kind of uh, projecting that trauma onto her relationship with Sabine because mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. like tried to train her like in between rebels in this show and just quit. Yeah. And, yeah. and Ahsoka has just been kind of going off on her own thing and her dynamic with Anakin in the world between worlds, it's vital to, to her character growth. And that's why it works so much better here. Mm-hmm. Totally. Cause like, I feel like I saw like a lot of complaints, like those first three episodes mm-hmm. or even just like her appearances in Mando, like people were complaining, like, this isn't Ahsoka. Why is she acting like this? This is so stiff. Rosario's mm-hmm. terrible. But like when you put into light that trauma <laughs> to this char- character, Which, like she's not the same teenager she was yeah, in Clone Wars. She, she's not the same teenager at the end of Clone Wars. And mm. also remember, and I love this show because they they cast a uh, Ariana Greenblatt, who we just saw mm-hmm. in uh, in Barbie yes. as a young Ahsoka. And it really sold home that Yo, the Jedi were kind of fucked up. Yeah, because she, soldiers. She was soldiers. a yeah. It, it's like it's one thing to see it in animation where you have an older actress doing the voice, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah, everybody kind of like looks this kind of quirky. And seeing it here in the flashbacks to the Clone Wars is like Ahsoka was an actual child during mm, this. It was yeah. like she was seventeen during the Siege of Mandalore, and also. Mm-hmm. She was 17 when she fucked up Darth Maul. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the, the thing about the Jedi. It, it, it's very similar <laughs> to the Fe, it's very similar to the Federation. Like when you start to dig into the Federa- uh, Federation, you're like, man, you guys have made a lot of missteps, which explains exactly. why the Klingons and so many other people are just like, man, we just blow up the Federation tomorrow, right? Like, 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 <laughs> like, 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 fuck them, right? Like, it's like, like yeah, it, but, it's it's like. It's like I think that was something that Lucas wanted to cover in uh, in the prequel films, but it, mm. it just I think in those movies there was just such this rose-colored glasses when looking at the Jedi Order, and I think yeah. it took a yeah. guy like Dave Filoni with uh, with Clone Wars, with Rebels, uh, mm. even this, even in video games like uh, like Jedi Fallen Order and Survivor, oh, to sure, really yeah. really look at the Jedi with the shades of gray. Mm. Yeah, like it's it's fr- it's it's frustrating because you get these little glimpses of what Lucas wanted to do as far as addressing the Jedi in the prequels, but it's such a cliff notes with Anakin. Like the yeah. like they don't they don't do the groundwork for mm-hmm. Anakin. So when his turn comes, you're kind of like, oh, well, cool. Now he gets to be Darth Vader, but that shouldn't mm-hmm. be your reaction. You should be like, oh shit, he's Darth Vader. That's fucking. Which is yeah, why it, it's, it's, yeah. it should yeah it shouldn't be oh yay he's Darth Vader now it's like oh, yeah no yeah you we, should have you should have the same reaction to something like Better Call Saul in the yeah. final season when it That's does the transition reason. of when he is full on Saul Goodman you should you're just like feel, oh no <laughs> no, no. It, they they for for and I <laughs> I've been using this term more, but they bright burn they bright burn Anakin basically <laughs> like, like they just like 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 so much of him being good is just implied so that when the turn mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. you're like oh well now you're mm-hmm. Sith all right whatever but yeah but, yeah but and and I think Clone Wars did such a better job of adding those shades of gray to Anakin yes and, and there's so many moments Matt, in that show. and credit to Matt Lanter because he made Anakin the fascinating character that he is mm-hmm. yeah um uh read read some read some of the latest Darth Vader runs on Dude, the comics they're, they're the fucking they're thing. fucking fantastic like it's weird that Star Wars has probably been better mm-hmm. in the comic realm for the last decade mm-hmm. and it probably has <laughs> that it has been the movies which is mm-hmm. weird but weird. <laughs> um but um Rosario Dawson, um, sub girl. Um, she, <laughs> still sexy with tentacles. She is just. <laughs> we were just talking about Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. She just gets this. Like she gets yeah. this character. She clearly has a love for mm-hmm. the character. 
Um, yeah, there and, are straight. Yeah, and I, I had a, I had my gripes when it was announced that she was cast as mm-hmm. cast as Ahsoka because, because I was one of those people I hated Ahsoka Tano when she debuted mm-hmm. in the Clone Wars movie, and even mm-hmm. in the initial couple seasons of uh, the show. But over time, it's just Ashley Eckstein's performance wore me mm-hmm. down, and seeing oh. her character grow, she is probably one of my favorite star wars characters ever and rosario dawson perfectly evolves that character it feels like it's a passing of the torch from ashley Eckstein because she gets so much of her mannerisms down it felt like it would be very interesting to ask rosario dawson what her prep was for this mm-hmm. because it feels like she watched clone wars at least two or three times <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised honestly because there are straight up like facial expression shots and like scenes that you're like oh wow they literally went oh we want this frame from clone wars we want this frame mm-hmm. from rebels cool live action boom move on like like you feel those certain scenes it's like that's mm. so fucking cool mm. that someone you know but but this is what happens when you get people who care about the property, and that yeah. has been my biggest axe to grind with Lucasfilm is that mm-hmm. it's in the same year that Endgame came out, Rise of Skywalker came out. It's like how did <clears> the same <throat> studio put out something so brilliant and so well? This will make a billion dollars. Who gives a exactly, shit? Exactly. Like, yeah. You know. And, and, it, it, yeah. And, and that. And that's been my biggest axe to grind with Star Wars lately, because yeah. for every for every Rogue One, for every uh, for every Andor, for every The Last Jedi, because yeah. I I defend that movie. I, it is one of I'm my right favorite Star you. Wars movies. I I, I, I can't I can't with Last Jedi, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you get you get a Kenobi, you, you get a Book of yeah. Boba Fett, you get a Rise of Skywalker. For every mm. for every like one project that you feel the passion behind it. You feel the love of this universe. You feel, uh, you feel that this isn't just a corporate product just to make a billion mm-hmm. dollars. You feel that this is a, this is a story that the creatives wanted to tell in this universe with these characters. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what separates Ahsoka from so much of the star Wars content. And oh, yeah. this is, this is probably my favorite uh, star Wars Disney plus show after Andor. Mm, I think okay. I'm right there with you because like Filoni, you can just feel like, especially with this series, that he's been waiting to tell the story for a while. Mm. Yeah. Like, uh, since yeah, Clone uh, Wars uh, ended. Ahsoka Tano is his baby. <laughs> That's his baby. And he he loves his baby. And he of course this the I mean it's her show, the title of the character. <laughs> but um yeah, no, I feel like with this show, like it. Like, I was the same with you, Nick. Like, the first few episodes, I was like, okay, this is a little slow. We're catching people up on who do, don't know Rebels characters, mm-hmm. maybe didn't watch Clone Wars, stuff like that. But, like, once it gets going and, like, it's it becomes, like, some of my favorite Star Wars. Like, mm. it it gets weird. Like, it goes into the mystical, fantastical mm-hmm. side, like, hard. Yeah, and yeah, I love where, that he does that. Yeah, yeah. Where, where Andor goes into the, like, grounded uh, political aspect of this universe this show goes into the mysticism of the force. Mm-hmm. And I think a way that there, that no other star Wars project has done before, or, and honestly, I don't even think since. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like maybe since like that clone wars episode with the oh, motors people. Oh, that is one of my yeah. favorite episodes of clone wars. And right? there is uh, some <laughs> fantastic stuff relating to that through the show. And mm. something that I think uh, we haven't really talked about is uh, the performance of the villains, because you have, mm, uh, mm-hmm. you have a uh, Ivana Sakno who plays a uh, Shin Hati, who is a dark Jedi and her master who is pl- a uh, Balin skull, who is played yeah. by the late great Ray Stevenson. Rest in peace, King. We love you, man. No good. I, 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 that that hurts so much because he had Mm -hmm. like like it's not to bring the mood down, but it's very it's very similar to like when we lost Chadwick, where you're like he had so much more to do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and Ray Stevenson, he was always one of these one of these character actors who, even if he's in something bad, he is bringing his goddamn A game Mm -hmm. and making this character compelling. He's is probably my favorite live action Punisher. Yeah, I was gonna mention we were talking about he that earlier. So He's fun. such a fun movie. Yeah, and this is probably a career high for him because mm-hmm. the, yeah. he adds yeah. 
he adds so much depth to Balin's skull because he yeah. is, he's not quite a Jedi. He's not quite Sith. He yeah, is right? a guy who survived order 66 and is really took a hard look at how he was brought up with the Jedi and all mm. of the failings of that order and realized that, yeah, this did not work. Something has got to change. And exactly. he, he is a character who, with a code of honor that we don't really see a lot with Star Wars antagonists. Mm -hmm. And I hesitate to call him a villain. So the thing Same. is, it's it's kind of like we like I was mentioning earlier, it's very much the the Federation where you're like, mm -hmm. okay, I get why this guy is the way he is. And he's mm -hmm. not wrong. That's the other mm -hmm. thing. Like mm -hmm. when he's, when he's talking about the Jedi and his upbringing, you go, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah like it's it, there. I get <laughs> it. My favorite uh, new memes. It's like, uh, uh, do you miss the Jedi? I was like, I miss the idea of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like you That's remember when, uh, when Christopher Mintz Platts goes like, uh, you know, uh, in a uh, role models, like, I don't love Pepsi. I like the idea of it. It's basically, <laughs> that's basically the Jedi. It's like, it's, it's, like, it's like the idea of the Jedi in theory. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. They're like, this sounds great. But then when mm -hmm. you see how the Jedi are actually, it's executed in practice. You're like, oh yeah, there, there's and, a lot of plot holes in, yeah, in this. Exactly. And, yeah. and especially in this show where we flash back to the Clone Wars and they literally used child soldiers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, no, one complains, no one complains when Batman does it. Going back to uh, Ray Stevenson as Balin, like week in and week out, like that was one thing I always walked away with this show. Like his, his performance is just fantastic. And um they definitely like no spoilers but with how this show ended they definitely had more plans for that character yeah but at the same time i'm hoping we get like some comics or something to show like some stuff with him in the past because like like you said star wars comics have been killing it lately and i think like, that that'd be the perfect kind of medium yeah, for that character yeah they've been shockingly good and i mm. hope if uh if uh you know because uh we talked about uh star wars tales of the jedi mm -hmm. uh the series of shorts that came out so last much year. fun i so I, I want my balen skull short that'd I be want, fantastic i want so yeah. much more with this character because because mm -hmm. ray stevenson made such an impact with this performance and even mm -hmm. uh his apprentice uh shin hati who's played by mm -hmm. uh Ivana sakno which uh <laughs> I can fix her. Yeah. <laughs> she's just she's just damaged enough. <laughs> but uh, but I love the the kind of shades of the master apprentice relationship that we get here in mm -hmm. in a way that we don't really see a lot in Star Wars because there is this kind of like overly maternal relationship with a lot of Jedi and their Padawans, mm -hmm. and here it's more like you're an adult, you can handle yourself. I'm just gonna go off and do my thing. Yeah. Like yeah. the more I saw of their relationship, it reminded me of just like a, a darker side of Kanan and um, Ezra's relationship in yeah, Rebels. And, like, yeah, and that's very much uh, I think the intention here with Balin mm -hmm. and Shin Hati. And, and speaking of Ezra, uh, oh man, here, he's played here by uh, Iman Esfandi, who's this uh, I think a uh, uh, Iranian uh, Mexican actor, and mm -hmm. he is so fucking great in what little so I've good. seen of. In what little I've seen of Rebels, this feels like a perfect one-to-one -one translation. Yeah, oh, it, it, it definitely it, it is. Definitely is. Jinx! Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Amon, like, once he's introduced in this show, like, especially since it's with Sabine, who, mm -hmm. like, they had a close relationship in Rebels. Yeah, it was like... like it just yeah, it it felt like, like I was, was watching was, the show again. Yeah, that was like her brother, which mm -hmm, is not exactly. romantic. Not romantic at all. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and I love because uh, you get to see him, and it's like kind of like how Yoda turned in uh, in Empire, knowing what happens mm -hmm. in the prequels. It's like, hey, I don't even need a lightsaber. It's like the exactly. Force is my ally, <laughs> and it's so cool to see, especially because uh, what little I've seen of Rebels, and it's like him just starting to learn how to use the Force and see him mm -hmm. kind of be this this like rogue Jedi. Exactly. And it's like a, such an interesting period of Star Wars because we're getting more stories of after the fall of the Order. You're getting characters like Ezra, like Sabine, like Ahsoka, mm. like uh, Cal Kestis from uh, the Fallen yeah. Order games. And seeing different sides to the Jedi. 
Yeah, I think that's been one of my favorite parts of like the recent, like I know like people want Star Wars to move forward, but I've been enjoying like the post Empire kind of era they're in, mm -hmm. especially yeah. concerning the concerning the Jedi, especially like I love Cal, Ahsoka's been great, Ezra's great, and I, it just makes me more curious of what's going on during that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and especially with stuff like Mando, where it mm -hmm. had an entire episode that was just setting up, uh, just in the New Republic and setting up the return of the return of the, the set the start of the first order exactly it's like getting to see more of that world and how does how does this this organization that lived through the empire how the hell do they let it happen again they fell asleep at the wheel and, <laughs> yeah it's something that uh that even uh uh balen skull says it's like yeah it's just the more you read history the more you realize how it repeats itself Mm -hmm. which is so damn sad because yeah like it, it's 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 fascinating because uh i i think it was brandon uh i can't remember which one of it was but you know building mm -hmm. on top of you know things that have fallen apart prior like yeah. that's such a thing you know mm -hmm. and 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 i will say as far as how weird this gets it does start to get closer to knights of the old republic and getting more yeah, in that or yeah. in that realm and i'm like okay can we because i'll look i'll be the asshole say it I, I could go the rest of my life out here in the word sky and walker because like, <laughs> like, 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 because y'all i am just i'm over it like it's, this is it's like so, over my dead body <laughs> yeah it's like we're gonna <laughs> it's like over hated christiansen's dead body we will squeeze. you're gonna see okay. deep fake luke and you're gonna like it Dude, seriously <laughs> like that no, i will which, say which uh speaking of because there's already been announced that dave filoni is directing a full-on movie mm -hmm. uh, that is spinning off and gonna tie all of these uh shows together which yeah. really especially, especially because we're getting uh lars mickelson and the return of thrawn we're getting an heir to the empire movie. yeah yeah he's Ooh. going in on that okay that yeah back if that okay if that happens mm, yeah like yeah <laughs> but so look, but uh, i yeah. think this doesn't this show does a much better job of setting that up than any of the other uh other star wars shows purely mm -hmm. because you have so much gravitas especially with uh with lars mickelson who plays oh, Ron and reprising yeah. the role from uh rebels where he did the voice and just in just even as someone who didn't get to his his run on rebels mm -hmm. just the the respect that thrawn commands from his troopers and even mm. Even other aspects of the Star Wars universe that I don't want to say because those might be spoilers, but yeah. you get why this guy is so dangerous. Mm -hmm. Yes, and when Thrawn shows up, it's a fucking moment. It's like, oh, oh shit! Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, like time. Like as a Star Wars fan, time stopped in that. Mo You're like, oh, there's a uniform. Oh shit! Like it's it's yeah, such a cool. Yeah. Like it's such a cool. And, and like I. I'm more of a Trek guy than I am a Wars guy, but like, mm -hmm. but, but I will say between Mandalorian, which I just have adored, mm -hmm. and between mm -hmm. um, um, Tales of the Jedi, like, like I'm more invested in the brand personally than I've ever been, and so, um, and, and and playing through the the Jedi Fallen Order games, I'm like, man, these are, I'm like, okay, like it, it feels like. They're doing a very like Favreau and company are doing a very successful job of pushing Kathleen Kennedy out. Um, <laughs> like, 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 whatever fence they have her in, bravo, like, keep that up because, like, yeah. the, the less she's involved, probably the better. Um, hmm. um, I'm horribly curious what the fuck they pitched Daisy Ridley to get her to come back because, <laughs> yeah, the, it, we'll have to like, see. It, yeah, the vitriol she got after after the sequel trilogy. Yeah, it's yeah like, which is what the hell do you say to her to get her to come back? Exactly, because it's like it has to be a hell of a story pitch for mm. her to come back because and a hell of a check. <laughs> yeah, because because I'll tell you right now, if fucking Boyega shows up, like I'm mad, I'm, I'm gonna be asking oh. the same question, Ooh. like what did they give <laughs> <For> you <laughs> or, or tell or promise you to get you to go? Sure, like I'll come back because, uh, but this feels like another 
step in the right direct god that sounds like an ig mm. review but it sounds like it's like a step <laughs> in the right direction so i yeah, yeah. i'm excited i'm excited yeah, for and, where they're going yeah and likewise me because i've i've just been more cold on star wars than i've ever been in my entire adult life and mm-hmm. star wars meant a lot to me when i was growing up as like my dad showed me the vhs's of the original trilogy when i think mm-hmm. i was i think i was like six and I got to see Attack of the Clones and Re- Re- and Revenge of the Sith in theaters. And those, as much as I want to give uh, shit to them now, uh, having grown up and even revisiting them, is like those are good movies, but they're not great. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I love Star Wars. I, those are some of my favorite uh, things, and those were like really my gateway into nerddom. And mm. seeing like how much Disney has fumbled the bag with uh, the property, especially with uh, with Obi Wan Kenobi, with uh, Book of Boba Fett, with season three of Mando, mm. it's nice to see good Star Wars again. Yeah, no, I'm <clears throat> I'm in the same boat. I'm like more invested in Star Wars than I have been in a while, mm. um, and that's like you said, thanks to the comics, like the games, and like shows like. Like rewatching Clone Wars, Rebels, mm-hmm. even like Bad Batch, I've been like really enjoying. Bad Batch, um, but um, like Ahsoka feels like the first real Jedi like show mm. because I feel like Obi Wan didn't fully commit to that. I know that was like a mm-hmm. totally different story, but like Ahsoka, the way they told the story about Jedi and like how much mm. how much new lore and like stuff we get about the galaxy that hasn't been said before was just really hit all the notes that I love in like a good, you know, weird, mystical Star Wars story. So I'll say myself, um, ironically enough, I haven't seen season three of Mando. I haven't seen, <laughs> seen Obi Wan. And then what was okay. there you mentioned Nick? I haven't seen um, uh, Book of Boba Fett. I, yeah, okay. so I've seen so everything that you're complaining about, I haven't seen. So right <laughs> now I can right sense. now. So right now I think Star Wars is great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. oh, oh, my it, sweet summer child. It, it, it's okay. really funny, though, because I've had stalk, my friends, our Star Wars friends, but like, oh, dude, did you hate last season, like, Book of Boba? And I'm like, oh, I haven't seen it. Wait, do you see last season of Mando? No, I haven't. Well, would no. you see it? And like, no, I haven't seen it. It's like, well, fuck, Hunter. And I'm like, well, I think Star Wars is great still. So I'm, you know, That's I'm all that matters. I'm good. That's I'm all good. that matters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, much, oh, much like a oh my much, sweet summer child. Yeah, <laughs> mo, you know, like my opinion will probably change, but we'll see. But I, it's um, okay, that's okay. But I'm, I'm happy. It feels like the sh- like so. Okay, getting out of Rise of Skywalker, I was actually mad. Like I was actually pissed off. I was yeah. like, God was, damn it! Like, yeah, like, yeah like, that was a yeah for me. That was another. I had to take a train to see it because I was living in Japan. Oh no, that's and ooh, there was no rough. showings that I could see on the base theater where I could walk. That's yeah. Uh, yeah it, it's one of those things where you just go, this shouldn't have been hard. And look, mm. my feeling, my feelings about Last Jedi aside. They spend a solid hour undoing everything. Yeah, they're like, the movie doesn't matter. Yeah, before, like, it would have been just easier to build on top of that. Like, which is like the third time we've said that shit. It's like, 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 build build on the other shit. Like, don't fucking backtrack. Double no. down. Yeah. Use it, what use what a better filmmaker has set up for you. Or if, exactly. or if you're gonna go ahead and make aversions to it, you can do so using what's been established. Like you don't have to yeah. tear that all down. Like it comes it comes across petty as fuck, honestly. It so does. so that was like, like the most fan reactional like period. They're like, oh no, we yeah. had to do some different stuff. So it's just it's but this is why you need to have a fucking plan if you're gonna build the universe, mm-hmm. which which is where so many companies have fallen short and it feels like they're finally starting to get Star Wars mm-hmm. right. Yeah, um, yeah, this is like a case of you need people in the room that know and love this world. You need people like John Favreau, you need people like Dave yeah. you need people like Sam Whitwer in the room. Exactly. Yeah, and and props to Favreau. I mean, this is the second universe he's He's helping, like you know, like yeah, establish. Sure and he's yeah. yeah, and he's he's he kind of has a good track record of it. So I mean, so props to him. And um, I only saw the first five episodes of Ahsoka, mm-hmm. so I so okay. I didn't so I haven't finished mm-hmm. it yet. But um, I'm gonna at some point, maybe Christmas time. I don't fucking know. Whenever I have time, I'm gonna like, <laughs> start the shit over and uh, and watch. But um, I really love like 
I'm starting to love lightsaber fights again. Because, <laughs> oh man, yeah. Because oh, Rise kind of yeah here yeah Rise it was just like two people swinging at each other. There wasn't yeah. really a sense of skill. <laughs> and here I feel like this like this show as far as lightsaber combat goes, this one feels like it's like the perfect mix of of the old school with the prequel style because mm-hmm. as much as i li- like the star wars prequels those go over go way far too much into let's just make this look cool yeah and in ahsoka there's like this weight to the lightsabers there's a sense of choreography there's a sense of like even in uh one of the initial fights that you get with the anakin ahsoka there's like a sense of this is a skill that you have to learn and mm-hmm. there's like a weight and a movement and a technique to how you fight with a lightsaber. Even like it feels like people are actually fighting with the swords instead of just let's Agreed. clash sabers together. Right. Yeah. Like there's, there's some fights with um, especially with Ahsoka and Balin where like, mm-hmm. even before they start like fighting each other, you can see like their stances like changing. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just like little stuff like that that just make me be like, oh yeah, yeah this, it, is, this is gonna be it, badass. It reminded me so much of uh, of uh, in Star Wars Rebels when when uh, Obi-Wan and, and Darth Maul oh, finally yes. get together. Yes. And I think Sam Witwer talked about it. It's like, he initially starts off with the like Clone Wars stance, but mm-hmm. no, that, that's not me anymore. That's the guy who fought in the war. And then he goes into exactly. the Alec Guinness. And then he like shifts into, wait, this might work. He goes into the Qui Gon Jinn stance of like mm-hmm. holding it above his head. Yes, I lo- I love that moment so much. And there's a little bit like another callback when Ahsoka and Anakin are in the World Between Worlds. Um, mm-hmm. When Anakin makes that switch, she tries to do like the same. Oh no, I think it's um, Ahsoka. She does like the same move that he did on Dooku when he cut his. his oh arms off. yeah, but except you know Ahsoka doesn't chop his arms off, his hands off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a little like stuff little, like that yeah it's like little things in the choreography that make this feel so much more special compared to other other star wars fights as much as i like have dis probably since uh obi-wan kenobi because as much disdain as i have for that show <laughs> yeah i can't deny that the final fight between between obi-wan and darth vader i can't oh i can't deny that badass. that's cool yeah it's filmed kind of shitty but it was <laughs> Very cool. It, it was like it, it was cool, and uh, with Ahsoka, just to get to my final thoughts of, I absolutely I wasn't crazy about the show when it was first starting mm-hmm. out. I feel like it took a little too long to finally get into the meat of the story, but once mm-hmm. it does, it's off to the rails. It's like even if you haven't watched Rebels, I still felt all of the all yeah. the connections between the characters, especially with. Uh, with uh with uh Ezra and with Sabine and later mm-hmm. with uh Hera and her son Jason who is a uh, Kanan Jarrus's uh son. Mm-hmm. And fe- seeing all of those connections I think um it's a love letter to uh, Star Wars Rebels and seeing Ahsoka and this journey that she goes on I feel like it's a worthy successor to to both of Filoni's animated shows. It gives mm-hmm. some of the most uh some of the most fascinating looks of what it means to be a Jedi that I think we did not get enough of with uh, with throughout of all of Star Wars because I feel like with the movies they have this such rose colored glass rose tinted glasses with that Jedi order because everyone is so obsessed with that this is, that Filoni is one of the few creatives in this world that wants to look at them with more of a shade of gray. It's mm-hmm. like overall the Jedi are a net good. But they do some fucked up shit. Well, exactly. Like they're, they're, they're shield. <laughs> like 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 yeah. shield for the most part. To your point, isn't that positive? But when you look at just how they squeeze just Tony Stark alone, it's like <laughs> some really fucked up shady shit, and you don't yeah. really care. So. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, uh, yeah. yeah, but Hunter, what are your final <laughs> thoughts for Ahsoka? <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, so, so for what I've seen so far, um, I've loved the way the lightsaber, uh, stuff is shot. There's just, there's a mm. weight to it that I feel like there hasn't been there in a while. Um, I, I've really loved the way the, the, uh, the, the lightsaber stuff is shot. Uh, Rosario yeah. Dawson, I feel ha- like hasn't aged since like Quirks 2, right? which is just, it's insane. Which, is, which is just wild. And I, you know, um, um, 
she can touch That's my crazy. lightsaber. <laughs> uh, but uh, but, but, but <laughs> highbrow humor. But I but but. This is what you're here but, for, right? I know, like, like, but between between her and Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who, which, mm-hmm. my God, like, there, there, there's a couple, um, uh, Night at the Museum, uh, Amy, oh Adams, yeah, there, Amelia, there's some shots. There's some yeah, shots. where it's like, God damn, it's like there, there's mm-hmm. a bakery that's losing some cake right now, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, but it's, but my, my, my dudeness aside, um, oh my God, it. it, it this feels like a celebration of the mm-hmm. best things about Clone Wars, about Rebels, and yeah. that just happens to be brought uh, to live action. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who did the score for the season, but whoever it was, uh, um, it's, it's the the same guys who do it for the shows. Kevin Kiner, the Kiners. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that's r- why it's so good. <laughs> yeah, that makes okay. That makes a ton of sense. So the yeah. the score is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, across the board, I, I do think it takes a couple episodes because when I finished episode two, I was like, "I'm curious," but I wasn't yeah. like, oh, "Like I wasn't like I was with Loki, where I'm like, oh, give me episode three right now." I was yeah, kind of like, yeah. "Okay, like this There's might some take setup." A- yeah, mm-hmm. and once episode, once you get past episode three, that's where I really feel like the show goes. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're we're like we're mm-hmm. you got this, you know? Like I totally agree. You know, so I I do I do think it takes three episodes to kind of get going, but once it does, the next mm-hmm. point, it just takes off in a way that's like, oh yeah, this is what mm-hmm. this yeah, is what the investment. Yeah, the, it, it's like when it finally takes off is this is peak Star Wars. This is why I yeah. love this world. Yeah, exactly. So so, so from what I've seen. Um, this is a solid tune in. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm really having fun with it. I'm excited to go back and watch it start to finish. Um, mm-hmm. I'm assuming a season two is going to happen. Um, they haven't announced it yet, but mm-hmm. I think with the strikes and everything, I'm I'm sure there probably will be mm-hmm. something. But uh, Rosario Dawson, bravo. Um, yeah, I don't think there's really a bad performance in what I've seen so far. Yeah, I think everyone, think. yeah, like I, um. Yeah, I think for the most part, it's just it's been it's been great. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's all tune in from what I've seen so far. So mm-hmm. awesome. Um, as for me, um, going in, like I said, I rewatched Rebels before this, um, and like I did rewatch like some Ahsoka Central like Clone Wars mm-hmm. episodes. So it was probably near impossible for me to dislike this show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So just let you, know, you know, I am I'm very biased. I I love Filoni. I love his work in animation and like what he's been doing with live action Star Wars recently. Mm-hmm. Um, Ahsoka like came in and really became the Jedi show that I wanted it to, to be. Um, yeah, those first few episodes take some time, but like even then, I was like, hey, I know that guy. Hey, look at that. <laughs> um, so like I found enjoyment in those in those slow building up moments and like you know kind of catching up the rest of the audience. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed the show. The performances are great. Um, I forget what was the actress's name, plays Sabine. Uh, oh, uh, Natasha Lou Bordizzo, which yes, I thought she was a standout, oh my God. like, <laughs> yeah, like we is. mentioned before. Yeah, what's um, up, girl? <laughs> yeah, the up, people girl. Who come in, <laughs> sorry, the people who come in, the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sorry. Um, <laughs> I am, I am a woo guying respectfully. There you go. Uh, but yeah, the actors who come in to play these characters that I've been watching in animation like for a mm-hmm. while, like I thought they stepped in and like really killed it, really embodied those characters, like Mary Elizabeth Winstead, um, Imanis Fondi, like all great and just honestly made me want to watch Rebels again. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think I think if you're a fan, <laughs> you can't stop us. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think if you're a fan of like Star Wars, like Jedi in general, or like been wanting to see mm-hmm. some more like force centric Jedi stuff, yeah. this is definitely yeah. a show yeah. for yeah. you. Yeah, if you want to get into because because uh, Star Wars, it's not really uh, science fiction; it's more yeah more science fantasy. And it's its own is, genre, and this <laughs> that's, that's, that's and a good comparison. This is one of the few, and this is one of the few Star Wars projects that really leads into the fantasy aspect. Mm-hmm. Yes, like I mentioned earlier, the Mortis arc and um, Clone Wars. Ooh. If you're a fan of that, you're gonna fucking love this oh, show. It, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the Mortis arc and Clone Wars. It's like an all-time Star Wars story because mm-hmm. it's one of the only times that we actually get into 
how the force works. Yeah, exactly. It, it gets weird. And that's what mm. this show does as well. Like Filoni and the rest of the writers and directors, mm. they wear their influences on their sle sleeve with all the fantasy stuff, like even some Japanese like mm. um, callbacks and stuff yes, like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And that samurai influence is definitely apparent in the choreography and how the lights mm -hmm. and the fights are filmed. Mm. Like even Balin calls um like Ezra a Boku or something um kind of Jedi. A Ronin. And I was like, Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she calls, like, that's yeah, cool. he calls Ahsoka a Ronin. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Like, and I'm uh, like, that's samurai cool. culture, that's a warrior without a master. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I enjoyed the show. At first I thought like this was gonna straight up lead to the movie, but now I'm thinking there's a season two probably for this show. Yeah, um, I think with the response, there's a season two for mm -hmm. sure. Especially, I mean, again, no spoilers, but the way this is left off, it felt very like I was talking to a friend. It felt very like sequel, um, Star Wars. So like Empire, Last Jedi, um, Attack of the Clones. The way it ends reminded me of all how all those movies kind of end. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, this is a strong tune in for me. Like if you're a Star Wars fan. I think you owe it to yourself to watch it, check it out. And hey, I know a lot of people are like animation Star Wars, blah. <laughs> but I, I would highly recommend yeah. checking out Clone Wars and Rebels yeah. if you're interested. Yeah. I think yeah. Clone Wars he, he, is still the best thing. Yeah, I, I mean, agreed. Even as even as rough as the animation on Clone Wars is when it first it gets better. Out, yeah, it, it, it gets so much better. And by the time uh, season seven rolls around, and by the time you get to Tales of the Jedi. It's it, gorgeous. It's a style that takes on its own little charm. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's a really good way to put it. Part of the charm is kind of the rough, like, aspects of it, like, as far yeah. as the animation. Um, it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, I liked it. I, I, um, I, I think if you give Clone Wars an honest watch, it'll probably be your favorite Star Wars thing. I agree. Um, like, stick with it for sure. Yeah, season three in particular, I remember just going like, oh, yeah, this is like, this yeah. is right here. Same for so. me. I was like, I'm in. I'm in now. Yeah, season three and four, especially when they reintroduce Darth Maul into the story. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. yeah, this is this is some cute It's Star getting Wars. good. And like, again, no spoilers, but the Night Sister stuff, like mm -hmm. they bring a lot, some of that in in Ahsoka, and it just made me okay. very happy. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, this is probably my second favorite Star Wars show ever. Mm. Where whereas Andor it yeah. delves into the like grounded political aspects of the Empire, mm. really dealing into like the nature of fascism, like this banality of evil, and mm -hmm. what what it really takes to fight that, and using the tools of your enemy to take them yeah. down. And Ahsoka, I think, goes in the opposite direction of let's go into the mysticism of the Force. Let's go into the like space at space wizard aspect. Let's get mm -hmm. weird with this shit, and oh, yeah. it does it in the best way possible. It feels like this is like probably the best uh, season five of Rebels that you could probably possibly ever yeah. ask for. Uh, all of the performances are phenomenal it's like rosario dawson perfectly steps into ashley axine mm. shoe as shoes as the character as do most of the other uh, characters that are taking it over from uh, mm. people from rebels like uh natasha lubordizzo she full-on takes yeah, uh, takes takes what uh what uh t.s sarkar does with uh, sabine wren and perfectly grows mm. that character getting to see her arc and her growth throughout the season it's it's a marvelous yeah. watch. Uh, seeing Ezra back in his dynamic with both Sabine and Ahsoka after so long of these characters being separated, it's so mm. much fun to watch. Uh, mm. Ray Stevenson gives an all-time great performance with uh, mm -hmm. as Balin Skull, and I loved his dynamic with uh, his apprentice Shin Hati, played by Ivana Sanko. Mm -hmm. And not enough can be said for uh, Lars Mikkelsen as Thrawn, who Man. is barely in the show but in this limited screen time you feel how terrifying this character yeah. is and the fact he has that the he's coming back to the main galaxy and is gonna wreak havoc on there you feel y'all are fucked yeah yeah. You're, yeah you're like you're like diddy and get him to the greek it's like <laughs> y'all are fucked up 
Y'all are well, fucked. Well, well, well played. Um, <laughs> I, I, I will. I will admit, I had to kind of like push down my. I kind of wanted it to be Cumberbatch. Like I just like in oh, in my head, like yeah. I, I, like I just I kind of want a Cumberbatch, but but when you see him and you see the you do his see voice, the is, it's, yeah, it's, it's perfect. That voice, it's the mm. mannerisms, it's the micro it's, like it's emotions this, he does. It's this, it's, this just gravitas that he think, carries yeah. in every scene. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's. I'm excited though. I'm actually excited to see yeah, where it, it's like, you know. It's I'm like, excited I, for you. I haven't been this excited for the future of Star Wars since the season two finale of Mandalorian. Yeah, same. And, and whereas that that kind of fumbled the bag as far as like what followed after that with Book of Boba with the Obi Wan Kenobi, I feel like I'm much more optimistic with this, considering that Filoni has a much bigger presence in the future mm. because we are getting an heir to the empire movie uh that is going to be directed by him yeah yeah that'll like, be even concerning like jedi stuff like it makes me more excited for um the upcoming show acolyte like mm. going back yeah, to the higher that, high public that's high republic stuff and exactly that was, that was one of my favorite aspects of uh of jedi survivor where we really mm -hmm. get to look at the high republic which is the jedi in their prime like the 100 best, years their before, best 100 years before the events of uh of the phantom menace mm -hmm. it's good stuff i've been reading like some of the books and like yeah needless to say higher public's gonna go hard <laughs> yeah that'll that'll be fun. but yeah i mean hopefully this is enough to get people like I'll be real. I think Star Wars fans outside of Snyder fans just almost like, <laughs> oh, to, yeah, not, the like to not oh, be happy. You know, oh, like it's one of the single worst fandoms ever, and it kind of makes me embarrassed to say that I'm a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Well, because I would talk to y'all, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, look, we're digging the show," and then I go on, you know, on Twitter because I remember. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, uh, it's like, Ugh. dude, <laughs> it's like, it hasn't even been a week since the finale, and people are already like criticizing so much shit. Oh I, yeah, I go, very soon. Why is she <laughs> so good with the fourth? <laughs> yep. go go woke, go broke. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, uh, it's like, God, just the worst. Like, yeah. So I mean, I I don't know. Touch grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. talk to a woman. Read like, a book. Or <laughs> yeah. Go. <laughs> Go, go go talk to a woman or a man or whatever you're into. Whatever you're but into, you know, you but just, you know, talk you to know. somebody outside of the trolls on Reddit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not on Reddit <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> but, yeah, that was our review for Ahsoka. Uh, what do you all think about that? Uh, let us know in the comments down below. But. Move